Good morning, afternoon, and evening, Supercoach Elites. Welcome back to another Supercoach Elites podcast, proudly sponsored by the Patreons at patreon.com forward slash SC Elites. My name is Corey, and we've got the crew back with us today. I'll go through each member as we normally do. First of all, first come off the rank, I should say, uh, Schmidty, how are you, my friend? I'm well, thank you. How are you? Yeah, very well. Very, very well. Uh, the Cerebral Pest and Max Gorn's number one fan, it's uh, Dizza. Yeah, we've been better, but, you know, can't complain. There we go. Uh, Royal, back again. Howdy, boys. And, of course, admin scores. Pete, how are you, mate? Yes, I'm good, thank you. How are you, boys? Very well, very well, very well. Good to have everyone back for the pod. Uh, this will be possibly one of the last ones of the year, to be honest. Um, me and Bob still have to come do a recap as well, so I'm sure we'll get that on there. Might do a couple of other little things in the off-season just to fill in some time. Oh, no, we'll be back for... Um, trade talk and stuff like that too, so drafts and we will be back again. Um, but what do we got today? The grand final preview. How exciting. Yep. Bloody grand final. Yeah, Smitty, recap, minutes. how'd you go? How'd you go with your Brownlow, uh, <laughs> where, um, oh, oh, I suppose it depends who you ask, I think. From, uh, <laughs> that's, what I've gathered, that's what I've gathered from the feedback that I've had during the week. Uh, yeah, overall, I think I, I did, pre- I think I did pretty well. I, Dizza would uh, argue that point with me, but uh, yeah, no, I made a made a few people some money. They got around me and messaged me saying thanks, bro, thanks, bro. So uh, yeah, no, it was a worthy exercise, I think, and I'm looking forward to doing it again next year. So you one also of the blokes, lost a lot of money. One of the blokes, I definitely lost a lot of money. That's for sure. Uh, one of the blokes on uh, on the night of the Brownlow, I had a good laugh as we got a notification pop up on the phone, and it was some bloke you'd put your round by rounds up, and someone unloaded on one of the rounds and. Oh really? Yeah, it got up. Yeah, he was pretty happy with himself, the young lad. So oh, no, he was happy with that, himself, but he was happy with you. So uh, yeah, he oh. must have had an inkling and um, took took your bet there too. So that was uh, that was a, a good oh, laugh. Happy days, um, glad to hear it. Look, thanks again for doing all that. It's it is all just a bit of fun, and yeah. um, if you're a degenerate gambler like myself, don't take it all as <laughs> gospel. And yeah, no, that's all right. That's it. Um, um, Boys, grand final. Look, we're not going to catch up on the prelim because it felt like so long ago. We know the Western Bulldogs and the Melbourne Football Club are there. It's playing, being played in Perth at the moment. What, what is it, Wednesday? COVID's just struck over there. I think it was uh, <laughs> a case from uh, Truckee, so we should be all right. Uh, let's go through. We'll go through our winners, what we're excited for, bets, first goal kickers, Norm Smith medalist, all that kind of absolute bullshit. Um, but we will not muck around today, and we will start with you, Schmitty. Who do you think is going to win, and why, and how much, and everything else? We'll talk about the rest later. Yeah, so I haven't really come prepared tonight. I've had a few other things on my, uh, taking up my time today. Um, but I think, oh, look, it's really, there's no real standout for me. Um, you know, it's been the two best teams all year. Um, I'm actually just really stoked that it is these two sides playing and I'm keen to just watch it and I'll, I'll be happy with whoever. Um, you know, the Collingwood in me would love to see Adam Trelaw get his flag. Um, but in saying that, like, Bulldogs won there five years ago. You know, they broke that drought and I've been big on the Ds all year. So for no other reason than I just would love to see the Ds win it. That's why I'm tipping them. Um, that's with no confidence, though, because the Dogs are a bloody great side and... Uh, you know, they both took a game off each other earlier on in the year, and uh, it's a flip of the coin for me. But, yeah, just D's just purely heart tip. Uh, Dizza? Yeah, just before we move to the grand final, Corey, I just want to mention uh, 
two weeks ago semi-final podcast. I didn't make it for the prelim podcast. I was a bit busy, but uh, me and Joel had a bit of a conversation about the doggies port game, and we agreed to a bet <laughs> with a slab. Hey. So we're going to be discussed of what the slab was after the game, but Joel uh, after the podcast, but Joel decided to pull out. I'd just like to let everyone know that Joel is a bitch. No, can we can we just say, don't leave out the minor details. I pulled out of a bet that I would have won if I took, but I'm not a gambling man all that much, and I wasn't even confident that dogs were going to win <laughs> against Port, so that's why I pulled out. So count yourself lucky I didn't take you up on your bet because you would have owed me a slab. So. Do you usually pull out, Joel? Nah. Yeah, just uh, nah. <laughs> All or nothing. I yeah, mean, all or nothing, man. Yeah, go for broke. Yeah, just finishing it. Yeah. Yeah, always good. <laughs> um, uh, does he want to go with you? Yeah, so the grand final, um, I said they'll lose every week, so I think if I say they'll win, they'll lose. The Bulldogs are going to win. Let's hope not anyway. But uh, Petrarca, Norm Smith, I think he's going to have a standout game and he will be the difference if Melbourne can get the job done. Uh, but I'm looking forward to it. It should be a good game. Uh, I didn't ask for your Norm Smith yet, mate, but thanks for uh, you know, well, there it is. in there anyway. Um Royal? Um, yeah, I think I'll just go with what everyone else is thinking at the moment. And I think the Ds... I just think the key position plays is where it's going to be won and lost. Um, the midfield battles sort of cancels each other out. I think the Max Gorn factor, um, you know, slides into Melbourne's favour. But I think just the key positions um, for Melbourne, like for the likes of Lever, May, um, Brent Brown, um, sort of just more superior than what the Dogs have um, in their disposal, especially in the forward line. Um, the lack of Josh Bruce is probably going to... The massive the difference this week for them, and I think that's where Melbourne to get on top. Um, the inability from the dogs to probably score um, is probably where it's going to be won and lost for me. Um, and I think yeah, that's where it's going to be won and lost because the midfield battle is just going to be un- unreal. Like the likes of Bailey Smith and the Bond, J Mac, Clary, Petrarca, it's going to be unreal. And it's the best two teams all year. And um, yeah, I just think the D's by you know a couple of goals. But I, I really would like the dogs to win, obviously. Um, being a Trelaw fan and a um, mate of his. So, yeah, I'd love the dogs to win, but I think the D just to be too strong. Best mate, you forgot to add there. Um, <laughs> well, I heard mate of his, but I didn't hear best mate. Yeah. Uh, uh, Pete, how are you, mate? Yeah, good. So, um, I'm also going to D's in a very tight game. Um, both evenly matched. Um Goes down to the wire. These by points, hopefully. Um, a point. I reckon. Um, I yeah, asked for Norm Smith yet, so if you just want yeah, to... no, I, I won't mention that. So yeah, these by right down man. to the wire. Yeah. Good man, and uh, it's funny too, Pete, because I think there'll be a kick in this game as well. I uh, I reckon the D's. I reckon the D's win, and I reckon they win it just um, like yeah. Two points or something like that. I think it's going to be an absolute thrilling grand final, um, and can't wait to it. Hopefully, it becomes the best grand final ever. Because yeah, go back. It is a kick in it. Will's going to have a heart attack. Oh, 100 <laughs> percent. I'm sick and tired. I'm sick and tired of uh, seeing that Fox Footy is going to put up the best, you know, ten grand finals of the last uh, oh, yeah. decade. And number one is always Collingwood West Coast, and I'm just I can't do that. I still no. it, was a good, it was a good game. Still, it's I still haven't watched that game. I can't watch it. It was a, it was no. a good game. It was a great game of footy for a neutral, not for me. Mm. But uh, yeah, yeah, I think this will be an absolute cracker, and uh, really looking forward to it. Um, 
should be good. Not going to lie. Looking, probably looking forward to the UFC on Sunday a little bit more, but uh, I can't wait for the grand final as well. <laughs> um, let's go to our first goal scorers. We'll, we'll hold on to the norm. Uh, all a bit of fun. Your first goal scorer for the game, Shwini. Ooh, so what, wait, what day is it? It's Wednesday, so we haven't seen the teams yet, but I'll, I think we could probably estimate who it's going to be. I will get around my boy Cozzy. Uh, are we picking one for each team or just oh, for the game? You can, you can go on each team if you want. Yeah, I'll get around Cozzy for the Ds and then oh, we'll get yeah, little Cody Waitman at the at the Doggies. We'll go for the small on each side. Uh, Dizza? Yeah, now, now. Well, I've got to give a shout out to the boys on Discord here because tell you what, there's no better nights on Discord than when the Dogs play the Ds. We know who's we know who's kicking first goal for either team. We're getting on checkers, checkmate, and the flea Cody Waitman from the Bulldogs. So that is Bailey Fritch and Cody Waitman, guaranteed first goals both teams. <laughs> yeah, are we going to have the Quinella there? Yeah, 100%. yeah beautiful. Hundred percent of the Quinella are always good. Um, Royal. Uh, I think you can't go past Big Boner Brown uh, for the D's. Um, so you call it? Probably Big Boner. Yeah, Big Boner Brown. Big Ben Barn. Yep. And uh, for the doggies, I'm going to go Mitch Hannon. Yep. Pete? Yep. So I'm also going Ben Brown and uh, Aaron Norton. The astronaut. The astronaut. Naughty. Naughty. Yep. Just uh, sorry. Just on uh, Mitchy Hannon. How many – I saw a thing the other day. I can't remember. How many blokes in the last 20 years have played – Against their old club the next year in a grand final. There's not many. He's one of the only ones, isn't he? I think, yeah, yeah Luke, yeah. Luke Ball in 2010, Buddy yeah. in 14. And then, and then I think there might have been one in the early 2000s, but uh, there's not many. Yeah, there you go. I um, Mine will be Mitch Hannon as well. It'd be rude not to take my boy um, for first goal this week. And Bailey Fritch too. I'll, uh, I'll have a good shout-out to, to Big Neto. Um, who takes Bailey Fritch first goal scorer every week, and he managed to do, uh, sorry, not first goal scorer, uh, first quarter goal every single week, and manages to do something to fuck it up for our punters club. So um, <laughs> he's due, and we're probably going to go pretty hard on that this week, I'd imagine. So Bailey Fritch anytime first quarter goal, you've heard it here first. Um, let's go the norms, boys. Let's go the norms. Um, start with you, Schmini. Oh, I should try and think of something out of left field for, for a change. I'm too vanilla, and I always go the obvious ones. That I, I did have Clary already in a in a bet with a Brownlow win, but that, so that's already flopped. But um, I don't know. I've just got a I've just got a feeling that Maxi Gorn is going to just I don't know. He's just going to do something special like he did on prelim. Not necessarily kick five, but um, I think unless the doggies really put effort into him and you know hit him off the ball and all these sort of dirty tactics that you can, you know, probably get away with in a grand final because it doesn't really matter what happens at round one next year as long as you get the win at the end of the day. I think, um, yeah, if Max does what he wants to do, then he'll be a big chance. Dizza? I said Petrarca before, but I don't want the little uh, outsider better. Christian Salem. Dizza took my boy. And it's uh, this is a perfect kind of halfback game too. Actually, remember JJ tearing up in twenty sixteen. Basham mm. is known for having freaking fantastic grand finals as well. So, don't mind that shout. I'll Royal. tell you what, if Christian if Christian Salem does turn out to be JJ, you'll be subbed for the next three years. <laughs> <laughs> Royal. 
Yeah, well, I didn't start my thunder with uh, Christian Salem, but if the doggies are to get up, um, I'm probably going to go with uh, Baz Lenka. I'm surprised you're not on Trelawney, mate. You're surely going to uh, have a couple quid on it. Oh, yeah, I'll definitely will. <laughs> yeah. uh, Petey? Um, this is a hard one to decide, actually. Um, I'm probably going to go with Petraka or Clary, to be honest. Yeah, one of those two. Yeah, um, I'll have a uh, couple of quid on uh, Clayton Oliver because he owes me uh, after last week, so that's... That's for sure, and I will also have a little bit on Jakey Lever in this game as well. Uh, the Bulldogs aren't the best kind of going in forward, and I think someone like Lever might be able to exploit it pretty good. So, do you think? Um, do you think Shaki can do another job like he did on Aaliyah, but this time to Lever? Uh... In just in the way of keeping him accountable and making sure he doesn't get to peel off and do I what he think, wants? I think he'll try. I just think that the rest of the Melbourne defenders are a lot better than the rest of the Port defenders. Mm. Like, I can guarantee you, if Shaki tries to walk across and try and do some of that shit he done on Lever, that uh, there's a big man that plays fullback that ain't going to have a little bar of it at all. And, uh, yeah, things could get a little bit rough down in that forward line for him. On that have you seen that... Have you seen the cheeky little um, strategy that Melbourne go with, with sending Max Gorn straight to fullback? He doesn't just go back to fill the hole. He'll literally go back and play on the full forward and then send Stephen May to the second forward, and then that just lets Lever Lock do what he wants. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I, like I, just, I, <laughs> yeah. I think Melbourne will be ready for something like that. And Yeah. Yeah. I honestly think the team that comes out here with more grit on this grand final and wants it more. I mean, the doggies showed us that in the prelim. They were harder, faster, stronger. Um, and I think Melbourne are going to come in here and throw their weight. I think they're a little bit. Uh, I think they're a little bit harder, faster, stronger than the the doggies are. And oh, look, I think it'll be a great game of footy. But uh, mm. I'm baking the D's to kind of not fall into that shaky shit. And like I said, who cares if you're not playing round one next year? You know what I mean? And I think Stephen May's got that attitude in him too. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, what have we talked about? Duh, duh, duh. Oh, I suppose we go best bets, don't we? Here, is that probably where we we take this? Did I talk yeah. about? Yeah, I talked about one of Uh, yeah, yeah, best bets, boys. If you could have uh, have one, what would it be? We'll go to someone you, else uh, first. I'll, nah, go to someone else first. I'll have a quick look. All right, beautiful. Uh, Dizza. Quinella of first goal scorer Quinella, the flea and checkmate. Bailey Fritch and Cody Waitman. Yep. Um, and then a same game multi of Clary, 30 touches. McRae, 30 touches. Waitman, two goals. Um, Fritch, two goals. And Melbourne to win by more than 39 points. <laughs> oh, my lordy lord. Uh, Royal? Uh, I'll just go with a simple one here. Mitch had for two or more goals, paying five bucks. So I'll load up on that, I reckon. Well, not at all, actually. Uh, Petey? Uh, come back to me. I'm just looking at as, looking um, at the markets as well. So just give me a sec. Oh, okay, I'll just I'll come back to everyone then. We'll all just hear like, <laughs> um, Look, Bailey Fritch, first quarter. It'd be rude not to. Uh, I think it's a it's a good one down there. So, uh, and then I'll have a little bit of your Quinella too, Diz, but I'll, uh, I probably won't have the flea. I'll probably have Fritch and Hannon too. Um... And I'll probably follow with the flea as well, to be Group honest. Group 1 versus is going to be an interesting one. Oh, market. fuck that. Don't, oh, yeah. don't worry. Yeah. I'm going to near that. Yeah, that's going to be an interesting one. <laughs> well, how, is that most disposals? Are they all going to be a dollar twelve, or how, how are they going to work that this year? 
Well, Jmax is two thirty. Jmax two thirty. Oliver's at three bucks. Truckers at six and Bonds at nine. So unders, legit. So yeah. bloody unders for everyone on that sheet. To be honest, um, I honestly think as much as Bond and Tracker great ball winners and great players it's i think it's only a two horse race it's it's got to be out of clary and jmac yeah i don't mind both bond and petraka anytime goal scorer as well if you want to be real ballsy both of them to keep two yeah. plus they're both oh, gonna yeah. have to go forward and try and do something yeah oh, no i love i love those and um that just leads me into mine because i've got a track for two um I, I like clayton oliver to kick one at yeah. three bucks so yeah, chuck that in a three-leg multi with track for two and then if you like melbourne and you think it's going to be close, and you can get two ten for them instead of a dollar sixty four head to head. So altogether sixteen fifty for a three leg multi. Not bad. Not do bad. we do we think this is going to be a shootout or a, a, a tight game? Tight game, definitely tight. Uh, tight and shootout. I reckon 80, 80, 80 roughly. Jeez, Pete. Yeah, no, yeah, um, that's going to be a shootout. Oh no, it's not. It's going to be that. It's going to be a runaway from Melbourne. The runaway train. Mel- Mel- Melbourne will crack over the 120 point mark. Off the, off the stadium suits them. Probably be a pretty boring game if it's uh, <laughs> absolutely dominate, that's for sure. Um, Pete, did you end up having your, your bet for us, yes. mate? Yeah, I'm going. Um, hold on one sec. Um, Sorry, I Pete, look- Gary Lyons not playing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'll go Ben Brown, three goals. Oh, big Ben. Three to one. Is that it? Yeah, it's a bit yeah. unders. That's fucking shocking. And it's kicked three in a grand final. Yeah. Wow, okay. Bulldogs defence. Yeah, no, there you go. Um, Alright, anything else to add? I know it's been pretty quick and the rest have gone for a while, but I suppose we're here in the granny and... Yeah. We've only got one game to talk about. Who's winning the other medal? The, um, is it the Gary Ayres? Only two people can win it, can't they? It's only J-Mac or Baz. Why? Really? I'm pre- well, I'm pretty sure because they've already they've already showed what the, the voting tally is. And and because the Ds have played more games than Melbourne... Um, oh, the Ds have played more games than Melbourne, have uh, Sorry, the Dogs, I meant not the Ds. Sorry, the Dogs have played more games than Melbourne. Oh, than, that's right, yeah. Um. J Max, I think J Max got a seven point lead over um, Baz, and yeah, it's only going to be one of them two. As far as I'm aware, I don't know if the voting changes, but I don't because I don't I don't personally think that. Every game. Hmm. Every game. You sorry, you were a bit cutting out. Stupid that it goes off every game. Well, yeah, no, I think so too. So that's what I'm saying. I don't I don't know if it if it gets to the end and then they go, oh no, it's an average vote, but. As far as I'm aware, it's um, pretty much J-Max to lose, I think. Yeah, how can you have it a total point game when you get rewarded for... Yeah. Like, going through, like... Yeah, yeah. no, I'm, I'm not 100% sure. And how, how good has Bailey Smith been in the last three games? Oh, oh incredible. Like, if, if yeah. the Dogs are going to win, he's... Oh, he needs oh, to... Veins. But, yeah, he needs to be Baz. Yeah. He's in the in his form of his life. Pretty much, yeah. Oh, well, he's only been in the AFL for about fucking three years, Pete, so you'd imagine well, he probably... Here's one for you, right? All right, for example, here's a head-to-head. Would you rather have Sam Walsh's home-and-away season with 30 votes and whatever in the Brownlow and winning their best and fairest, assumingly, 
or would you rather have Bailey Smith three weeks in the finals, assuming he plays well this week? If he wins a Norm Smith and you win a flag, would you oh, rather have Baz's three? Or? Not, there's not even a question. As an AFL player, you're not going out there to win a Brownlow medal. No, no, of course. I'm just I'm just saying they're both third-year players, and Walsh has obviously been great for the whole season, whereas Baz has been up and down. But, like, you know, his three weeks in his finals can pretty much make a name for himself, just like Walsh has for over a whole season. Yeah. No, it's, uh, it's Baz every day of the week, that one. Yeah. Yeah, agree. No if, buts, maybe's about it. One more question for you. Sorry. Once we've stopped with the grand final, can you refer back to me for another subject, please? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, sure. (laughs) Do you just want to run Um, with it now? No, no, go, Joel, go, Joel. (laughs) All right, well, yeah, all right, let me ask it and you shoot. Um, Would you guys subscribe to the... You know, the whole theory around, oh, you know, the Ds have had too many breaks and they've played, you know, they they had the, what was it? Um, I'm probably going to get this all wrong. They played the qualifying final, had a week off, played the prelim, had a week off. And so they've essentially, in the space of a month, played one game in the middle. Whereas, you know, a lot of people are saying that the Dogs, you know, given their more um, steady approach where it's been weekly games and then it's just a rest and then it's the grand final. And everyone's sort of saying in the media that you'd rather be the Bulldogs than have that preparation. Do you think that'll actually affect Melbourne? Because I personally don't. Yeah, you're professional athletes and you're trained for stuff like this. Yeah, I no, I, I agree. I think they game on the weekend too, didn't they? Uh, yeah, possibly, but I still yeah. don't think you can really like compare practice game to the heat of a final against the opposition. But still, like it's a hit out nonetheless. But I agree with your point, like they're professionals and they'll play footy any day of the week off however much notice they're given. So, Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I think I do buy into that notion a little bit, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's, uh, you know, I get it, you're playing footy, they're going out there, they're all doing the same thing, but there's a difference between training and, you know, match ready. But then again, and this is what I said, it was almost the dream matchup for the Doggies, absolutely fucking dominating Port Adelaide as well because they didn't have to have that real rough, hard contest, so... Mm. Yeah, they were all right. But I think that almost the way that the prelim sort of set up, um, you know, winning the qualifying final and then having a break anyway, like that didn't work wonders for Port. Port had a week off between games and got spanked. So just because, um, uh, what what was I going to say? Yeah, so Port have had the rest and they got smashed. Bulldogs have played all the way through and they won. I don't think that necessarily... um, Bodes well, bodes badly for Melbourne, considering they had a week off too, and they still won. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. So, yes, yeah, I don't know. It's just you've got like apples and factor. not apples and oranges, but you've literally got two of the same examples there. You've got t- t- a prelim where one's where both sides have had a break, and one side win, and one side doesn't. So, is the break good? Is the break bad? Well, doesn't no argument is supported because of the prelim results. Hmm. It's a funny one, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. I can I yeah, completely understand what you're saying. So uh Diz, what did you want to say? Um, I'll right, go, Joel, keep going. No, I'm done. I'm man. pretty I'm sure done. He's done. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying I thought he was about to say something. No no. Uh, oh, I just wanted to bring up about the Brownlow last week. Like what did you guys think of the Brownlow and the voting? Uh, I've seen there's been a few people come out and call for a change of the voting of the Brownlow. Change in what way? I don't know, I've seen something the other day, I can't find it now, but 
there was some footy expert saying that they want to change in the way the votes get counted and I oh, like the I think maybe I'm guessing of who votes it and shit like that. Yeah, no, I can. You, I you can... don't change it. You've got you've got the AFL MVP award and all that kind of crap for the rest of them. It's. So I can support um, what you're saying, Dizzy. It was actually Grant Thomas, um, ah, okay. yeah. who yeah said that he thinks the Brownlow. I know that's what I thought too when I heard the news. They're like an AFL great says that the Brownlow needs an overhaul, and then like former St Kilda coach Grant Thomas. I'm like, oh, here we go, fucking yeah. senile old man. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he pretty much thinks that they need a they need a new unbiased expert panel, not umpires. Um, it needs to take into account all positions because you know like. Something to do, something like 37 of the top 40 players were midfielders or something, and like six blokes have polled over 30 votes, and it's heavily weighted towards who gets most of the ball, which is obviously a midfielders, you know, have got that benefit. Um, and it's not really the impact of the game rather than the total number of stats. But yeah, anyway, I don't so agree. We, with him. we need an unbiased opinion like the Rising Star, which is arguably one of the most biased things I've ever seen. That would, um, <laughs> You know what's actually interesting too that we've been proved a false statement was that players get votes stolen off each other. This year, Wines won the Brownlow and Travis Boak still managed to hit 25 Same votes. thing happens every year. That did yeah. change this year. It happens every year. And it's just, just we just ask the question. But then then, it go, then you can go the other way and say, well, fucking um, J-Mac yeah. didn't poll too well. So, uh, and this is a man who broke the all-time possession record in a season. It's yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Just while we're on the J-Mac, I've just searched up like on Fox Sports about. I was trying to see who wrote that article, and there's a big thing about how McRae missed out on the votes, and they got these tweets from like all these people with blue ticks, and someone just popped up in the Twitter thing on Fox Sports, and his name is Pete Jeds, Jedders. I've got no clue. Bot had the most recorded clangers in a game and got three votes, and McRae had 31, two goals equals zero votes. Yeah. Shout out to Jettas. I, he, actually... I mean, he's he's made the Twitter list with Daniel Cherney. <laughs> and look, I'm not going to lie. I actually, I strongly agree with that statement. We did have that conversation. That was one of the most outrageous things I've ever seen in my life. Um, you know, I don't understand how you can have 13 clangers in a game and still poll two votes, but. Uh, when the clear best player on the ground was probably McRae. But, you know, it's uh, the, the nature of the beast, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's, and that's that's the thing, the whole round, like, you know, it, the votes of one game come down to the opinion of three people, you know, I assume three central umpires, but... Um, and it was oh who did I who did I hear say it? I think it might have been Damien Barrett on the Sunday Footy Show, and I didn't I honestly didn't know this. It doesn't surprise me, but I didn't think that they would. But he he goes the umpires they don't like to make it known, but they actually do sit down and look at the stats before they give votes. And I don't think that's like I know it's hard to say you know when you're in the game and you're maybe not sort of realizing who's had more of the ball, but like I don't think it's very fair that they sit there look at the stats and go wow he's had this many touches or. That many touches, and I don't think it should be about numbers. And that's exactly yeah. what Grant Thomas is saying, essentially. So, I don't know, the maybe there's something umpire, in that. Do the umpires look at the stats, or do they just go straight from the game? Put their no, 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 they look at the stats. I told you this last okay. week. Oh, you went, yeah, well, I didn't, I didn't know. And that's what I just yeah. said, Diz. That's what, that's what Damien yeah. Barrett was saying, that, yeah, the umpires, the department, they don't like to make it known that they do look at the stats, but they do. I thought this so was public think knowledge. If, if, they don't, if, they, yeah. if they look at the stats, then... That game that Bong got three votes is ridiculous. Like, I can understand if they don't look at the votes, you know, you might not keep up with all the, all the clangers that Spastic has, but, like... 
Mm. But, but then again, when you're looking at stats, they're probably not really going too hard over in that column, to be honest, either. Just going like disposal. Yeah, they're probably looking like, mark, look, yeah. you know, Bonf, Bonf, Bonf. Bonf was really influential today. What do he do? Let's have a look. Oh, yeah, yeah, fuck, he's had 31. Oh, yeah, I thought he put on a clean. Yeah, it was a good day. They're probably not yeah. scrolling over to, yeah. oh, fuck, he had 13 clangers in that game as well. Yeah, no, score involvements, meters gain, contested positions, clearances, yeah. all that shit. And there was, look, there was heaps of contested in that game. I'm not going to lie, there was, but. Did, did fucking turn the ball over a lot too. So, um, now nah, look, uh, it's a good little statement. Uh, you two quiet little boys over there want to say anything or? Uh, nah. Yeah, no, no. Pretty much agree with what Joel's what Joel said. So yeah. 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 Royal. Yeah, agreed. Agree with what, everything that's been stated so far. So. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyone, anything else to add about the grand final or anything else you want to talk about? Yeah, good. Just quietly, actually. I'll, I'll put something up here. You know what I've enjoyed so far? That we've had a week off, we're about to play a grand final, and yet there's just been all this talk about trades and Petrescu Seaton's leaving, and, it, you know, it's out in the open, it's all public. I've enjoyed all this. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll like it too. Um, I, I, I haven't enjoyed the week off in between the prelim and the grand final. Like, last weekend just sucked. I just It just felt weird. Like, yeah. We sort of like it's sort of weird because last weekend was technically prelim weekend, but like it still felt like we should have been watching a grand final, but yeah. there was just nothing. And so, I don't know. Obviously, we're here talking about the grand final in the podcast, and we've just pretty much gone, Oh, fuck the prelim, like that was so long ago, and we don't even talking about it. So, I don't know. I feel like the AFL are missing it. Like, I know it's all just because of COVID and they wanted to be flexible if anything happened and stuff like that, but I feel like they would prefer, I would assume, not to do it like this most years because it's just really like the buzz of the year sign that kind of has just sort of died off a little bit. I agree. Strongly agree. And that's I think that yeah. comes back to that statement I said to you before about looking forward more to the UFC this yeah. week. I mean, it's stacked card. But, you know, yeah, like, just... like, I never thought I would be sitting here and being like, I can't, I, I can't wait to watch a UFC over a grand final. Yeah. Like, yeah and, and they're two of the best teams all year. Like, it, it's not like we got... One team that's kind of fluked it, and the other team that's, you know, and it's like, oh, fuck, you know, this is going to be a one-sided game. I, I said before, I think it's going to be a two-point game. It's going to be a fucking cracking game of football. Mm. But I think that week off was kind of a little bit anticlimactic, in a yeah. sense. Yeah. yeah. Corey, I've actually got two things that I actually want to raise. One, um, your boys' thoughts, obviously, on the grand final being at night. Obviously, that now was it's my next Perth. question. I was yeah. going to ask. Yeah, yes. Obviously, being in Perth, obviously, the time difference is not ideal for us Melbournians. But, and also, my second one... Um, the medical subs, who do you think will be medical subs for each team? Will they play a role? If um, like What kind of player would you look to be adding in as your medical sub and do you guys think they might get activated? If, if a team is winning by, let's say, 10, 15 points with minutes to go, do you think that medical sub would be activated? Both, Just, both medical yeah. subs will be activated this week. Yeah, agree. And, and it won't be anything to do with injury. They'll be no pulling that trigger when they need it. No yeah. chance at all. And, and both teams will have this conversation in the meeting this week that – you know, when uh, or if you come off, you you hobble. There, there'll be a sing, there'll be a signal of some sort of something going out there. You mm. hobble off the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You make it look like you saw your yeah. And and no, they'll just, they'll that's, just that's there. It's there. Use it. Like you know. Yeah. You can't blame them. Uh, what kind of player up to stadium? You'd imagine speed. Like you'd imagine speed. I, as weird as this is, I think the ideal kind of sub for. Um, Western Bulldogs would be someone like JJ who could yeah. just come on and impact a game from, you know, zero minutes, fresh legs, ready to go. Um, 
Will that happen? Probably not. I'd imagine JJ will probably be starting. Uh, Melbourne, I don't know. I don't Who know. Who was last time? Uh, yeah, it's a great question. I'll try and get it. I up. literally can't think who was this <laughs> in that game. Um, it was someone that was going to come on for May potentially if he was out. Oh, wasn't um, it? Uh, was it Jordan? Uh, could have been, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I think. I think, yeah, I think you're right. And I think he'd play sub again if he was James Jordan because he's pretty good at it. Um, yeah, it was James Jordan, I think, and he got nine disposals when he came mm. on. Yeah, and he's you know he's good at that. Um, you know, I'd imagine that the doggies probably will use like a Scott if he's in the team. Probably won't be in the team because someone's got to make way for Waitman. But you did say, did you yeah, say... I think Vandermeer's out as well, yeah. and Gardner got dropped. Did Vandermeer um, out, like dropped or injured? no, no hamstring, hamstring. Yeah, so that's right. Yeah, yeah. So there's a couple of dogs changes that they'll have to make. So yeah, Gardner being ones already, and then someone will have to make for Waitman. Make way for waiting. Well, if Vandermeer's out, that'll be like, yeah. Yeah, well, if, if he's injured, he's, he's out. And if, it's, if he's not, then it's Scott. Yeah, so you think probably JJ starts and Scott be the sub then? Yeah, most mm. likely. Did you see the Bruce thing this week? We've got to change the format so everyone gets a medal. Yeah, what is your opinion on that, guys? Like, you think it should be 22 or so now 23, or should it be sort of like the EPL, sort of NBA sort of thing? Everyone gets one regardless of how many games they yeah, play. Look- I personally, a lot of people go, oh, you know, how it is this day, this day and age. Oh, we don't need to give participation medals and this and that. It's not about participation medals. It's everyone knows that it takes more than twenty-two players to win a premiership. Like you need, you need your full squad to get there. And yeah, whilst you know the twenty-two on the day get get the benefit of playing in the game and getting their medal, I still think there needs to be something. And even if it is a medal doesn't have to be a ring or anything like that. A, a medal, it doesn't have to be awarded to them in that post-game ceremony. You know what I mean? Just just something back of house, back doors. Because, you know, oh, imagine a bloke plays 22 games. Or imagine a bloke plays all the games, every game in the home and the way year, plays yeah. up until the prelim, does his knee. Was a shoe-in to play in the grand final, would have got a medal if he played, and then now all of a sudden just misses out for his whole season of work. Yeah, I don't think that's, that's very fair. Exactly right. Like, I don't think Bulldogs get to where they were in the home and away season if it wasn't for the likes of Josh Bruce because he yeah. kicked 40-something goals. And you obviously feel for Adam Tomlinson as well. Like, he doing his ACL. Um, Nate Jones as well, like, um, making a massive sacrifice to go back to Melbourne for the birth of his children. So, um, yeah. there's, there's all these hard luck stories. And, um, yeah, every year it happens. And, look, um, I'm sort of in – I've got a foot in both camps. Like, I can see the argument for both. But – it would be great for like the likes of Adam Tomlinson and, and Josh Bruce that have played significant roles in their, their club season that they do get some sort of reward. But, um, yeah, I don't think it will change anytime soon, but uh, hopefully it does one day. I think well, they... I, I think I'd like to see some kind of threshold, though. Um, yeah, I was just about to say that. Because Five if, games if, you go, games if you're going to start giving them to... You know, you play one game, you get a medal, then, fucking yeah. then every single backroom staff member yeah. deserves one. And, <laughs> yeah. You know, the cook in the fucking kitchen should get one as well. <laughs> Um, well, I do deserve one, actually. Yeah, there you go. So, it's, yeah, good point. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, I think I think if you've played 10 games throughout the year, then I've got no harm in, you know, here, here's your medal for uh, contributing to the day. It's, yeah. yeah it's, not about ma- it's not about making everyone feel warm and fuzzy. It's literally just acknowledging that other people outside of the 22 on the day have contributed. Anyway. No. Yeah. Uh, day night, day night. So this is something that was funny because I was talking to the wife about this in the car today as uh, we realised that it was the night grand final again. Um, <laughs> and I was big a couple of years ago on 
nah, fuck it. It's about time we got a night grand final, blah, blah, blah. Um, I've done a full 360. said to her today, I cannot wait. 360? So still going the same yeah, way, are you? Sorry, full 180. Yeah. Uh, cannot <laughs> wait for, to get back to a day grand final for that traditional time slot and, um, and see it there. So I am a day grand final kind of guy. Come to that realisation today. Schmitty? Yeah, no, I'm exactly the same as you, 100%. A few years ago, I was really keen to maybe see what a night grand final looked like, even at twilight. Um, but I just think it just leaves too much space early in the day building up to it. That It doesn't really – it's not even that it builds anticipation. It's not like that I'm at 4 o'clock like, man, I'm really keen to wait a couple more hours for this game. Like, It just – I don't know. I feel like it just prolongs it. I want to just get stuck into it and – yeah, day just feels better. Oh, and, and not to mention, I'll be fucking if everything was open, the borders and that were open, I'd be blind by the time. <laughs> stuff like Let's be perfectly honest. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm no chance to be sober while the kicker for this game. Um, yeah. I'll tell you what, I can't wait for the weekend. Seventy-two hours of incredible sport. We got yeah. storm on early Saturday into the grand final, into Chelsea versus Man City, into Liverpool oh. versus Sheffield. How good is that? Sunday, you got the UFC, NRL in the afternoon, and then Monday night, Raw. Honestly, I prefer the day grand final, but the night suits me better this week with the NRL on beforehand. Yeah. It's going to be a nice Saturday. Not bad for Pete. Just smack a couple of lines, Pete. You can stay up all week. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. $10 lines, eh? Uh, Royal? <laughs> Um, I actually like the night grand final. Like all the other finals are a night, but I can see the point of being a day grand final. Like you want to go out and get pissed after the after the game, especially if your team wins and, and whatnot. But yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing the grand final um, being in the afternoon again after the last two night. And of course, our favourite Petey. Yep. Uh, look, I don't mind the night grand final as well. Um, but I'll I'll affect I affect you because Essendon never make it. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, the day grand final and hopefully back at the G as well. Home, home, home of footy, mate. Yeah. Looking forward to getting back there, are you, Petey? Hopefully, one day. <laughs> Wait, just just while we're on footy and that, did anyone see the Bev is in WA? I saw his TikTok today. Yeah. Uh, can they travel, can they? Tasmanians can, yeah. Eddie Maguire and Koshi got knocked back, but not Bev. Will, will Bev get lucky if the Dogs win? We'll better get lucky if the dogs win. I'm sure Lucky daughters aren't Bev's on the prowl. Yeah, literally, literally. Um, <laughs> hopefully we can get it back for a potty if they get up. He'll, he'll jump on, surely. Yeah, 100%. Well, we, could, we could run a double with him and Pete. <laughs> <laughs> we should have got Will and Bev on for this one. Yeah, it would have been oh, That would have been a cracking one. That would have been a nice. Uh... <laughs> uh, anything else, boys? No, yeah, not for me. Just, just, I want to touch on the start. You were mentioning uh, more podcasts coming of trade season than that. Yep. I think Joel and Royal will need to be on more podcasts during the season too. Uh, uh, you probably could have just let me have that conversation with them off here. Well, I know we've already spoken <laughs> about this. So. <laughs> listeners think. Yeah, look, listeners, let us know. Uh, and, but yeah, I am going to approach uh, Smitty and both Smitty and Royal for uh, a regular pod next year if uh, you two are open for it. you got a wild of a side on it, so 
I'm always uh, keen. Always plenty of time, always plenty of time. Right. But we will have a chat just about, you know, your typical super coach pod. So I'll probably be doing, you know, the Tuesday with Bonds and either a Wednesday or a early week with you guys as well if you are interested. So yeah, um, good. that's a little bit more insightful than me and Bonds sitting there and calling each other fucked hards for <laughs> well, it's 40 a good minutes to an hour. It always is. Good I, I, wanted to, I just wanted to finish because I got interrupted, but I really, really suggest that Pete doesn't hop on another podcast. <laughs> well, <laughs> hate to break it to you, Dizzo, next, next year, it's going to be the Diz and Pete Hour of Power uh, every Sunday night. Yeah. Diz and Pete and Brett. Yeah, yeah Pete and Brett. <laughs> Do it rather than together. No, yeah, thank you. That'll be nice. Yeah, you reckon you're ready for it, Pete? Absolutely, mate. Ready for a promotion away from schools? Yep. Well, I think you are too. I think you are as well. <laughs> Time to earn your money, Pete. Yeah. Time to earn <laughs> brother. All right. Anything else? We're good? Nope. All right, okay, Elitis. On behalf of the Patreons at patreon.com forward slash elite. Now, mind you, Diz, I know I haven't spoken to Diz off here yet. We have stopped payments for this year before I keep saying that. I said oh, last... shit. <laughs> <laughs> Last week, like, I, I had the time for people to get in the Patreon because we've probably seized payments. I mean, you know, the Supercoach season's after. And I'm like, after I said, I'm like, fuck, I should probably confirm with Dizzy that we have stopped all this. Um, but look, jump across to the Patreon. It's free. I'll tell you what, we get on every single night. We game with a lot of Patreon members. You play NBA, especially on PS5. Get on there and have a chat with us because you'll find me on there every single day grinding. Uh, we're on chat all the 2K. time. Hang on, you're playing 2K? Yeah. Oh, if anyone's on Xbox next gen, hit me up. I'll play with you. Yeah, see Xbox. Yeah. Oh yeah, you can come play. You can come play rec with us and just disconnect from every game. Yeah. Oh, bro, tell me about it. That that could do a pot in itself. Fuck me. How bad is it? Oh, that's ridiculous. Like every single fucking game, there's always a problem. It's pathetic. I'm making a pro am team tonight. We're just going to hit that instead. Yeah, how good is pro am? Yeah, oh. Yeah, but no, no, good, good. Probably enough. Uh, on on yes. behalf of us, thank you. Thank you for the last couple of weeks, uh, especially you four. Um, you know, there's a couple of backroom staff that definitely don't need to be thanked. Uh, thanks, Setters, for not turning up because after that first week, it was yeah, fuck you, Setters. fucking painful, and I'm so glad you're not here. Um, yeah. Stay safe. Stay safe, Victorians. Yeah, uh, Pete, yeah. Pete, I will, I will touch this in case we don't come. Pete and fucking Royal, thanks so much for all your scores all year. Uh, Dizza, yeah. thank you so much for everything that you do in the fucking background because you actually yeah. do a bit. You don't do anything to help out the page, <laughs> but you do a lot, of, a lot of the media work and the Patreon running. So uh, big shout to you. Uh, will, if you're listening, and Schmitty, especially you, I'll tell you what, this page would not fucking run if it wasn't for you two, and that is an actual promise. Um, Thanks, bro. The rest of us are actually fucking useless. So it's uh, you do 150% of the lifting bar scores. That goes down to the other two here. Um, I know Bombs ain't going to listen, but a big shout out to Bombs again for his whole season. Uh, Russ, Brett, Dave, <laughs> said is fucking useless. And a lot of you, but we still love you and you're still around there. So yeah, uh, you've missed someone. You've missed someone. Uh, and I just want to give a shout uh, out because yeah, they're returning in the preseason. Hang on, there's someone else too. What's, what's the other bloke's name? We've got two meter Peter. He's fucking useless. Uh, we got my, we got my and mate, James Joel's Gordon. mate. What's his name? James. James. James actually good. James is a good. Addition. Yeah, he's good. I don't mind. Like Isn't two meter Peter being kicked? Uh, <laughs> potentially. <laughs> this, this is how much I know what the fuck's going on here. So. Uh, yeah, two meter Peter's gone. <laughs> I got rid of him ages ago. <laughs> That's how irrelevant he was. I didn't even know he was here or not. Oh, shit. Uh, sorry for listening. He doesn't apparently make his Josh. return in the off season. Yeah. That should be big. Who is? Zito. 
Oh, fucking Zito. Oh, have you got oh, yeah, That's another oh, useless fucking shepherding crab seeds. Zito, Zito was good, though. you got to give Zito, Zito credit. He used to go live every week before the before the games. He's he done, he hasn't done anything this year. He hasn't done anything for the last two years. Yeah, but you know, if he comes back for pre-season, it'll be big. But, uh, look, it is a laugh, and everything we do is fun, and the admin group's fun. The Patreon is by far the best. I mean... Dizza, honestly, we get on there every single night now, and and people that we never knew, you know, three years ago before we started the Patreon, uh, can honestly say are some of our best mates. We only started Patreon last year. Oh, there you go, a year. So last year, we got uh, COVID. Yeah, couple couple of good ones in there that we talk to every single night. A couple ones that I hate, literally. In puss, tell you, tell you, tell you what, you get in the Discord chat, you get some good tips. I mean, I won. I won Big Travi Bar Grand on the weekend, last weekend. I think all the boys cleaned up. Yep. Um, And every week, every week we get on, and especially Bulldogs and I'll tell you what, the Discord chat will be pumping when Checkmate and the Flea kick the first goals. It is going to be huge. It's going to be a good day for you, actually. But, um, Some serious cash being spent on that day. Oh, yeah, you know about it. After, now, you all know, you all know, everyone in here knows how much, probably besides Pete knows how much I lost on the Brownlow the other night, which uh, isn't good. I'm contemplating just going absolutely unloading on Clayton Oliver this weekend as well, because, well, he owes me. Yeah, he owes a Literally, literally. But again, on behalf of the Patreons at patreon.com forward slash Elite, these fuckwits here and everyone else, peace out, community, and thank you for listening. Go